Come on, come on, it's this week's Monkey Nut Punch podcast. As always on these podcasting journeys, my podcasting stall, Nigel. Say hello, Nigel. Hello, everyone. Hello. Um, just one note, and I hope Nigel's ready for this bit here, yeah? Keith can't be with us this podcast because Keith is having his annual bath. Nigel, would you like to display Exhibit A, please? Sorry for all the listeners on the podcast for a visual <laughs> gag. We'll have to go to the YouTube channel just to watch the intro for this. Just a, a visual gag. This is what Keith is up to. He's yep. having his annual bath. And as you can see, like with all dogs, <laughs> he doesn't look very happy. <laughs> there is there is one plus side to that. Yes. Um, he's covered up that god awful beard thing he's got. Yes, yes. Unfortunately, I'm getting that kind of that, that, that silvery patch there by the chin. Oh, and uh, we've got to um, we've got to say one one thing, and uh, I'm very oh god, they've all moved around. But it's hello, Dave. Hello, hey, Dave. Hey. How are we doing? Keith. Keith's also joined us. It looks like he's he's. Um, <laughs> he's, he's messaging us uh, in the chat. So if you guys are, um, want to join in, fair enough. Have a little chat and we'll we'll see if we pick up your comments as yes, we go. Yes, please. Oh, and don't forget to like, comment and subscribe. Do it now before you decide you don't like the podcast. <laughs> That's going to be why you say, do it now before you decide you don't like it. <laughs> so this week we'll be talking about the sad passing of David Prowse. Um, Johnny Depp's replacement in uh, Fantastic Beasts, um, the new Pirates film with Margot Robbie, uh, Disney um, not paying people because when you buy things, you buy their liabilities as well as their assets. Amazon's cancellation of The Expanse, um, Disney Plus moving to Disney Plus after dark. Um, and then looks like that we might uh, a possible Stargate revival. Plus, we've got some PS5 uh, news. Um, some other gaming news, and we finish off with our what the fuck story. So buckle up, buckaroos. Our movie news. <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately, this is we're starting off and we're quite jovial and whatnot. Um, but unfortunately, this is um, this is a bit of a sad one here because uh, David Prowse, the guy who was in the suit playing Darth Vader through the three Star Wars films, the proper Star Wars films, the original OG Star Wars films, has died. His agent confirms that uh, it was a heart-wrecking sadness for him and millions of fans across the world to announce that David Prowse, MBE, passed away at the age of 85. Bloody good innings. Well done, sir. Um, he was born uh, uh, July 1st, 1935. He stood at six foot six, Nigel. That's almost double your height. It is. <laughs> it is double your height. It is double my height. Jesus, and, and width, I suppose. <laughs> well, you, you expect that. Um, David Prowse was famous for being a Darth Vader, but I actually met David Prowse in, in another role, um, which he played um, when I was a child. Now, hopefully, I should be able to bring this up. If he hasn't cocked it up, he presses the button. Was he wearing a funny suit? He was wearing a funny, funny suit. Um Let's just see if this because my very very, uh, very very true though this um, he is alive. Emergency! Calling Green Cross Man. Crafties, where did you go, you dumbo? Green Cross. When you get to the curb, always stop. That was David Prowse. Cut that out. Sorry, Green Cross. Right, just like to point out something, yeah. That fucking hand is huge. He's I a big met boy, him. Wasn't he? doing the green cross code man when i was in primary school and he had a dusty i would describe more like dusty bin than um r2d2 um as companion and they gave us lots of green cross code things and he came in and we did our assembly and this little old me going hello and i saw him and i told my parents because oh, i'm at the green cross code man today and my dad was like it's not a green cross code man gareth that's darth bloody vader what do you mean? It doesn't sound anything. It doesn't sound anything like Darth Vader. Went, no, 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 no. That's the guy in the suit who plays Darth Vader. And I'm like, really? And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He um, he did the Green Cross Code Man as a, as, as a public service announcement, uh, public service announcements. 
um, for us as kids to make sure that we follow the Green Cross Code. And the funny thing is, I can't remember what the Green Cross Code is. Um, stop, look, look, listen, stop, stop, look, 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 and, look and listen. I think it's that, but I can't say with 100% certainty. Um, but yeah, I, I, I met him in that capacity. I think we all got to just walk past him and say hello. And he told us to, to, to be good children and pay attention when crossing the road. So he was off doing all the school things. And it's not, I'll be honest with you, as an actor, he didn't have like a massively prolific career because he's kind of pigeonholed into a few things. And I'll cover it in a, in a moment, being such a large fella. Um, but yeah, I remember meeting him as that. Um, he was um, a heavy, uh, heavyweight world uh, weightlifting. He's sorry, he won the British Heavyweight Lifting Championship in 1962, and he was famous for tearing up telephone directories. And they gave him the nickname Jack the Ripper. Um, <laughs> huge, huge fella. Um, he trained Christopher Reeve for his role as Superman. Um, because of his loftiness, uh, George Lucas hired him to occupy the Darth Vader. Uh, costume in Star Wars, A New Hope. Uh, but because of his British accent, George Lucas decided to um, remove him and replace him with James L. Jones. Now, I like James L. Jones's voice. James L. Jones's voice is quite, there's something quite dynamic about it. He's got one of those quite distinct voices. I think I was talking to my wife about people with distinct voices, people like yeah. Brian Blessed. Um, uh, Morgan Freeman is, is another one. But you have all these people with distinct voices, and he was one of those people. Um, well, uh, I, I listened to earlier on the BBC, they had some clips of him um, playing the role of Darth Vader, but with his voice, obviously. Yes. And um, my word, does that sound a bit surreal? Uh, his Bristolian yes. accent shining yeah. through. And then you, then they play James L. Jones's voice. And uh, yes, uh, that really does sound a lot better. I think George might have made a good choice there, but... Um, yeah, well, uh, it's one of those things. But he he didn't realize that his voice had been dubbed over until he watched the premiere in 1977, and he was not best happy about it. And I could you could imagine that as an actor that you would be a little bit pissed off in regards to these things. Um, he also starred in a number of TV shows. He starred in the Beverly Hillbillies in the, in 1968. That's the black and white TV show. Um, with old bubbling crude coming up um the saint starring roger moore he was in that he was in carry on henry um he was in clockwork orange he was in doctor who um uh, the time monster and he played the minotaur naturally the biggest per biggest role that he could have in doctor who also in space 99 where he played a crowd creature again big ass kind of role there he was also in hitchhiker's guide to galaxies one of the bodyguards and uh, he was also in star wars um yeah it's uh, it's it's a weird one because he kind of he was one of these people who who had issues with with star wars because of what they'd done to him and you, you could, there's an artistic uh, argument for, for not doing it and then there's the kind of kind of keeping your kind of word um things to the actors not 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 brilliant um but uh, I can remember meeting meeting David Prowse. He was a big fella. He did have a meaty set of arms on him, so you can see how he got his weightlifting bits and that. But at the end of the day, you know, he had lived, had a good innings, 85. I'd be happy with 85. Um, so, yes, that's, uh, that's, uh, that's, that's great. So, uh, Nigel, what are your Darth Vader memories or David Prowse? Did you meet the Green Cross Code Man? No. Nah. You never met the Green Cross Code Man? No, I, I do recall the, the advert a little bit. They had this weird-ass uh, robot as well, right at the end. If you remember, it's like a little dome thing. Yeah, that, was dusty bin. that was a dusty... I would refer to it as more like dusty bin than yeah. um, than yeah. uh, uh, R2-D2, because it was a bit more bin-like. I mean, well, I can't remember when, it, when that was coming out. It must have been early 80s. I, I was so very young then. But... Um, I don't recall very much of that. So, yeah, um, no memories of that. I like, obviously, what he did in the films. I, I found it quite surreal watching his voice as Darth Vader because it just sounds, in comparison to Earl James, it sounds a little bit It cheers me up for one reason because, like, kind of the British guys always tend to, tend to be the bad guys in American films. And it cheers yeah. me up for the fact that He's not the bad guy in the in in Star Wars, so there wasn't a British 
bad guy that everything kind of hinged around. It's a bit annoying because I think that when they had Return of the Jedi, they, they had a completely different actor being Darth Vader. So the bit where he takes his helmet off and he's got the harmonica in, Mm. Um, that bit always makes me. <laughs> there's a there's a clip on on YouTube of Darth Vader playing harmonica, um, and they had that actor, and then they replaced him with Aiden, fucking Wingy Aiden Christensen or whatever his name was. So it was, dude. It was it was a bit. Uh, it was it wasn't good, but he you know he did a job. He got noticed for it. I think the fans fans loved him, which was yeah. a good thing. So yeah, this was uh, a sad passing. Um, so yeah, I. Uh, We'll say thank you very much, Mr. Browse, and we'll move on. Cheers for the memories. Just, right, you want right before we move on to our next story about Mad Mickelson, you want to talk about Maradona. Well, I know this is not a football thing, but it's just in the same week, obviously, we've lost Maradona, who is one of the great football and for American people, soccer legends. Although he had a few faults, let's say a bit of cheating here and there, he was a fantastic footballer with the ball at his feet and nobody can deny it. And unfortunately, we've lost him as well this past week. Um, just but, an honourable mention for him. But I don't think his story's top there because it looks like he might have been murdered. Well, I'm sorry, to put, I'm sorry to put that bit in there because it was like kind of Maradona's dead. I didn't hear Maradona. Oh, shit. And then I'm like looking at it in like hours, it's like kind of all these people from like kind of news stories and sources and stuff saying it looks like he's been murdered. So his story doesn't look like it stops there. And uh, I think there's more to come. Um, more, there will be more to come. It was a contentious fella. It was a he great was a, oh, Yes. <laughs> I, I, was, I wasn't a big fan of Maradona. And I'm, no. I'm, I'm, I'm talking about people I'm not big fans of, but I am a big fan of this, this one person. Um, I like the way they put this. Death Stranding star Mad Mickelson. Okay, he's been in lots of other, he's been in lots of other things. Yeah, his his Death Stranding CGI model, fantastic. It genuinely looks like him. Um, uh, the reason I said that it wasn't the fact that I'm not a big Mad Mickelson fan, but I am. A, I'm not a big Amber Heard fan because she shit the bed, and I will keep bringing that up at every fucking opportunity I get. Um, Mad Mickelson is set to replace uh, Johnny Depp in uh, Fantastic Beasts. Thing because of Amber Heard and all this kind of nonsense with the sun and defamation and lawsuits and 101 other things at the moment. Um, it looks like this is the funny thing though, right? Um, despite being dropped from Fantastic Beasts after filming just one scene, Johnny Depp will still receive his entire paycheck of 10 million dollars. What that's a day's work, isn't it? I would one day I'd pretend to be Johnny Depp for a year for ten million dollars. Seriously, I would pretend to be him for an entire year and try not to break character at all for ten million dollars. It would be like Brewster's millions, but they got some poor sap to pretend to be Johnny Depp. Um, yeah, he's been replaced by Mad Mickelson. I hate to think what Mad Mickelson's getting paid because he ain't getting paid seven point six million dollars. He's probably getting probably paid just under a million dollars from that. Yeah. Um, so it's 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 not it's not good. It's funny actually because uh, Babster has just brought up something which I, I I actually have queued up in my show notes here. Um, I've got to wait for the little scale thing to go because it keeps growing. Uh, Amber Heard, the, the woman, um, is still. It looks like we're going to be on course till uh, probably about end of January to get three million signatures to get her removed from the. And the Aquaman 2 thing, but we know that change.org is an engine of change across the world and not just a place to have a bitch. Um, but as just a poll, look at it grow as we're talking. Yeah, the number keeps like the number is hang on a second, let's want to zoom in on this a bit. Right, that number is, has been changing since we've talked. Oh, now it stops. Oh, now, it, oh, now it's naturally broken. it stops, but that had yeah, grown by, that by like four signatures by the time we, we were talking. Um but yeah, it's, it's more of an indication of where the pub public are on this issue. Um, and but it's it's not all going to be people who uh, are fans of Johnny Depp, although we'll have loads of those. Um, it's going to be people who see this and go, uh, actually, I've I've followed the court case and I I, I think this is a, a bit a bit stupid, really. 
um i support that yeah yeah it's it, it is one of those it is uh it is one of those things with um with that and it's just that kind of it, it it seems it just seems so unfair it seems completely it that doesn't feel there's any kind of fairness in the world there if it was a case of they both got fired because they were bringing their names into disrepute it would but um she gets a pass because she's got a vag <sighs> she's got a vag anyway speaking of vag power <laughs> I see what you did there yeah, yeah, yeah. See, <laughs> you see what Speaking of vag power, Suicide Squad uh, Margot Robbie boasts that her upcoming Pirates of the Caribbean um, reboot will feature a lot of girl power. Oh fuck! No, 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 no. Right, okay. Let's let's have a look. Let's have a quick recap of the um, car crashes from girl power films over the last year and it's because they've got an established um franchise and they've tried to twist it instead of creating something new um or even something established that was girl power like uh, uh, like um charlie's angels yeah mm. girl, girl power those films were silly fun and really really enjoyable yeah uh, and they were completely fucked up because they went down the whole kind of i can't describe it sjw politically correct way of describing women where it should have just been a silly fun film like they did when they had um uh what's her much lucy lou um oh, i can't remember her name now from et e um and um not charlie theron is it diaz no not charlie charlie theron cameron diaz, you say. cameron diaz was one of them um and and the other one and the other one we'll just call it the other one um those were fun films they were silly and stupid uh, and you could check your brain in and, and you'd have a laugh and it was fun, uh, which yeah. was great. It was absolutely fantastic. But they insist of trying to sh shove this through on a political level rather than on entertainment level. Um, so it's despite this, the, 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 the Pirates of the Caribbean um, franchise has had a lot of Drew Barrymore. Thank you very much, Keith. Um, have had a lot of um, what do you call it? Um Lots of uh, kind of female empowered characters, yeah. Mm. So we had Naomi Harris's uh, Tierra Dumware, who was supposed to be the sea goddess. He went a bit giant, which I kind of didn't like the idea. You had Penelope Cruz was the antagonist, antagonist Angelica character, who was in the one with Blackbeard. Um, and then you had Kira Knightley's Elizabeth Swan, who turned around and took control of her own ship by becoming the Pirate King. So it's not like women were held back in these stories. They were given roles and, and this, that, and the other. And it wasn't forced either. With no, it wasn't whole, forced either. It was um, part of the story. It was part of the story. And uh, Elizabeth Swan, going for where she was in the hierarchy of uh, you know her dad being who he is and so forth, and being married off and all that stuff, to being the Pirate King at the end by voted in, being voted in to be the Pirate King, I suppose, Queen, but they called her the Pirate King. Um, that's that's a progression there. That's great storytelling. I like. I, I really don't mind her being the Pirate King. I think that's great. I like the story. But that was that was that was in the other that was in the other parts of the Caribbean stories, which were a bit more. But um, Baxter's picked up on something here. Um, reboot. Why are they rebooting something that is? Not because uh, it, it, it needs to have today's political sensibilities in it, and it can't it can't be a, yeah. a male thing. Even though the pirates were predominantly male, with the exception of probably Anne Bonny, uh, Anne Anne Bonny, yeah, Anne Bonny, who famously got uh, off being hung, hanged, sorry, by uh, by the British by making herself pregnant by shagging one of the guards, <laughs> um, who says pre female privilege didn't exist back then. <laughs> And that's seriously, that's how she she got it off. She got off it. The other one, the other great one was a guy called I've probably said this a hundred times, a guy called Calico Jack, who served under a guy called Charles Vane uh, Vane. And he, he persuaded the, the judges in the courts that he was um he was forced to do it because Vane was such a horrible, brutal person. He then fucked off and decided and then stole was it uh, was it raided the bank in Cuba and stole a, a Spanish man of war. Um <laughs> <laughs> All right, this one's a bit of an this one's irritating. Uh, this one irritates the crap out of me. This is about a guy called Alan Dean Foster and Disney, because Disney are renowned people for being kind of how can I put it, bastards. 
Now, Disney uh, are withholding royalties from veteran uh, Star Wars author Alan Dean Foster. He also did Aliens, so he's probably missing out his paycheck from Fox now. Uh, he did Alien, Aliens. He's done pretty much name a film, and he was the guy who translated it into a novel. Now, the one that he's famous for is for doing what people thought were going to what people thought was going to be the sequel to Star Wars, because George Lucas. Um, how can I put it? He put together a cheap version of Star Wars um, because he thought Star Wars might not be successful called Splinter of the Mind's Eye, if I remember correctly. And Alan Dean Foster turned that script into a novel. Now, as a kid, um, all my mates, I was more into Aliens than I was into Star Wars. All my mates were going wild when they saw this book in the library. And they were like, kind of, I'll oh, open it up and, and, and go through it. But Disney at the moment haven't been paying him his royalties for all these books that he's done especially now that he's, they've also got the Fox Library too of all the other books that he's done. And it's weird how that they've bought all these assets, but the assets also include liabilities where you have to pay out people for, for, for stories. Remember when they uh, they said that they, uh, they cancelled the extended universe of Star Wars? When they I... were talking about canon and they turned around and said the extended the book universe and the comic universe were no longer going to be part of canon. We talked, we talked about it years ago, oh, I think. Probably, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I imagine that they probably did that so they didn't have to pay out royalties. So they stopped printing these things. I imagine they probably still fucking print them, but they haven't paid these people out. So I don't imagine that Alan Dean Foster is the only person. Now, Alan Dean Foster at the moment is not in the best of health, and he's been trying to raise... raise he doesn't want to raise money through GoFundMe or anything. He just wants to get paid what he's owed. That will cover all his treatments and stuff. Bit of a sad case in in, in that... But I've gone through the, the novelizations of Alien, Alien, one of the greatest ones, because there's a bit where um, Yaf, oh, I can't remember Yafet Koto's character, I can't remember his name, traps the alien in a room and gets and, and has it rip its arm off and then ch run down the corridor, which wasn't in the film, which is fantastic. Yeah, it wasn't in the film, wasn't an extended cut. It was something they didn't get around to filming, and I imagine it would be really fucking awkward to try and find another six foot six skinny african art student with only one arm um but it, it it was one of those kind of things where it was a bit um a bit a bit annoying that he's not getting paid those things did you hmm. read any of the alan dean alan dean foster novels no I've, I've i've never read any of those it's not i like the films i don't mind watching the films but i haven't really thought about reading the books although it Actually, thinking about it, I could diversify now, couldn't I? I could, I could go and uh, have a look at the aliens novels, for example. That would be quite yeah. cool. I wouldn't recommend it because he's not getting paid. So if you're going to buy it, buy it second hand. So Disney <sighs> can't get any fucking money from it because he's not getting well, his, his, his check cut, which is it's, not good. No, I find it crazy that the person who has written the book with the permission of Disney or whoever at the time has. Um, Ah, oh, someone didn't turn their phone off. I have, but they've just in the middle of a, a thing. Okay. All right. So let's before we move on to our next section, um, would you like to go through the chats? Because I think we've got quite uh um quite uh, a few uh, chats that we've we have we got through before we move on to our next section. Right. Um well really there's been a few bits here. Let's. I'm scrolling back. Start up. from right. the top. Start from the top. Let's pull out all the interesting ones. That means not okay. Keith's ones. Well, yeah, not Keith. Uh, not Keith's, Keith's one. Keith. <laughs> Keith. 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 Well, okay. Uh, Baxter. David Prowse is still alive in the force. Yeah, I think he's got one of those hollow, hollow things now. In the next film, must be. I don't know. I've just have to find out. He's making people use the force to uh, stop, look, and cross the road. <laughs> yeah, Jedi mind tricks from production. Uh, stop, look, and join the dark side. That would have been a much better tagline. Kiddies, forget your, forget, forget your Hoda and all that. Like, stop, look, and uh... <laughs> join the dark side. Join the dark side. Oh, uh, you're being told to get to 84 and then I'll update everyone on uh, how you're feeling at 84. Okay. All right. All right. And uh, I suppose, Keith. Nice to see you, Chuck, by the way. 
nice to see you. Uh, I think this is in regards to uh, British people. British people playing superheroes these days. Well, yeah, the, yeah, but the, they're all pretending to be American, though. This doesn't count. Well, like, it's when they get to be British and British, you know. Yeah, cool. And, uh, um, yes, American. I think he might have actually gone in goal once or twice, probably, you know. No, um, he's talking about the hand of God, Nigel. That's what he's talking about. Uh, I didn't the ref's like I didn't see him touch it, even you can see him flap. Do you know I okay. saw I saw a um an interview with well uh, the, the he was interviewed later, the ref, like later in life, recently, and he was saying he looked to the linesman and um the, he was looking to the linesman to because he had a better view and he looked over yeah. and the linesman was saying, No, it's all good because he had a better view and was running back to the and he couldn't question it because his view was better and so they let it go. Just yeah, and that, that, that twenty thousand that, that brown envelope didn't didn't help him at all. No, that didn't at all. Yeah, um, I think it was a Tunisian referee. Um, did it do? Oh, right. Um, I'm still stuck in Brewster's millions comment. I didn't see that. That was the thing where I said that I would be Johnny Depp for a year for ten million pounds. Oh yeah, Brewster. and I, I wasn't allowed to break character for an entire year like Brewster's millions, which I think is a fantastic concept for a film. We just need to find the right celebrity to sign on with. So, so the story goes that the celebrity finds a lookalike and they have to pretend to be them for a year. So it'd be a story of some struggling actor somewhere. I'm going to start penning that script now. Sorry, Dave, I'm not going to go through your African book anymore. I've got a, I've got a million pound idea. Got a better one. Okay. Uh, Dior refuses to drop Johnny Depp as Savage sales have skyrocketed. Yes, well, uh, it's part of being in the news, so it's in, it's yeah. in the back of people's head and people who feel that he's being maligned, shall we say, are uh, putting their money where their mouth is, so good for them. What else we got? Um, he was also too busy in the arcades, probably, to read those those books. Okay, fair enough. Um, I wasn't so allowed in the arcade. I was either playing football or I was um, on holiday on holiday in these uh, caravan parks playing in the arcade machines and mostly Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles or the yeah. Simpsons four uh, players. Uh, and uh, and yeah. Uh, yeah, Dave Dave Alien was a good movie, a great movie. Aliens was better. Alien Three was okay. Yes, Alien Resurrection was crap. Good reviews. Okay. Yeah. Oh dear. No, not this again. No. 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 Now, clearly, you've you've been hit in the head recently. You okay. must have had a fall while playing VR games. Okay. I think. Yeah, that's probably what it is. You're playing. You're playing Walking Dead, and you smashed your head into the cupboard behind you. That wall thing, that invisible wall that you talk about, didn't quite work. Okay, all right, we've got one. Just show the one from Keith right at the bottom. Oh yeah, because that's, um, that's um, don't have a clue. <laughs> I don't know why he's, he's just being so rude. It's just sending boxes. It's just getting. I don't know. It's just so so out of order. Anyway, let's move on to our next section. All right, my favourite TV show, The Expanse, has been cancelled for a second bloody time. Um, I'll be honest with you, they have cancelled it in probably the right spot. they're going to do a sixth and final season for it. And this is where we get the, the kind of Earth. Well, it's like the, the everyone versus the what they refer to as the Free Navy, which is the Belters with Martian tech. Um, it's annoying because there's a the next set of books. It, it goes deep, tries to go deeper into the people that have fled into ring space and the, um, the proto-molecule aliens. And I really want to see the character Winston Duarte to see what's happened there. But yeah, it's been cancelled again. I'm annoyed. Really wanted to watch this. Really wanted to see the character Winston Duarte to see how they put him on screen because I imagine they do a bloody good job with it. Um, they did. It was Vag Power in the, in the second to last novel, but I imagine that's probably because it's going to be a sausage fest towards the end and they wanted to balance it out. I'm hoping that's the case. Um, and they also killed one of my favourite characters between books, which I was a little annoyed at. Um, but if you're going to end it, if you want to get off the Expanse train, it's probably best to do it at the end of this 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 run of the free the kind of the free navy in the solar system part. 
Um, but that will leave a lot of unanswered questions because certain things will be uh, taken away. One character is going to die off, which they look like they're going to do with the, the aggressor species rather than stroking them out. Um, but I'm I'm a bit annoyed that it's been been cancelled. There may be a chance that it gets resurrected by another TV company. It'd be ironic if it went to bloody Netflix next. It goes to Netflix. They get three series and they can finish the whole thing off. I'd just like to point out, you and Keith being massive um, Lord, not Lord of the Rings. What's the other one? Game of Thrones fans. Mm. Yeah, you carp on about Game of Thrones. The Expanse novels and TV show have happened in the gap between books. They will finish off their entire the, the entire TV series and the books in the gaps between that one book, The Winds of Winter, is from George R. R. Martin. George hey, R. R. Hey. Martin thinks the TV show is fantastic, and he's he's actually given them lots of publicity and lots of help in in, in writing their stories. It's probably why he hasn't written his own fucking story. Did I tell you how the Expanse came about? Uh, this is just like an interesting little tidbit here. All right. The Expanse came about because the people who wrote it, James L. A. Corey, which is Ty Frank and Daniel Abram, uh, they weren't happy with the end of Mass Effect 3. Huh. So they decided they were going to make their own game. So they wrote a story for their own game. Um, so they put the rules out and everything like that, and they set out the little factions and, and bits and people you could fit. That's why the... The Rossinanti kind of feels a bit like the Normandy with all these kind of characters who are completely different. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just love the idea that they, they, they put it together because they weren't happy with the end of Mass Effect 3. That means something really good came out of, of a shit ending in Mass Effect 3. How's that for a bit of trivia, mate? Well, I like that. You like that? It does. It's one of those things because you know that there was there was a Mass Effect story about um, people spotting... Um, what do you call it? Uh, not fan art, conceptual art in in one of their uh, uh, doohickeys, art books for Mass Effect Andromeda 2. I don't know if it's going to be like that or if they're going to redo the Mass Effect um, doohickeys. Uh, remaster the Mass Effect. I've lost the ability to speak. I'm hosting a show and my mouth is failing me. Yeah. But Well, yeah, the first Mass Effect came out a long time ago wasn't it um the, the, the mako bits were the shit bits everything else was great the mako yeah. bits where you're running around trying to fuck the fucking thresher moors and all that oh shit the way it drove the mako uh when you drove the mako it wasn't it didn't handle well at all they fixed it in the in the second um yeah by yeah. not having it <laughs> no they <laughs> had it didn't thing. removed it from the second one they, they had, had a thing, they? head thing didn't they that floated yeah. around in the dlc yeah. but they removed it completely anyway Hmm. Um, we were we were talking about how, I, I was talking about to you guys about how Disney need to have a two tiered kind of thing for their like streaming service. They need to have like um, the kids family friendly one and then a more adult one. And lo and behold, Disney Plus is going to have Disney eighteen plus. Sounds more like porn. I think it would have been best if they would have used their. 20th century television, there were 20th century films and 20th century television or something, because um, someone, some eagle eyed pedant at a conference spotted this. Can you see this? Let's see if I can zoom in a bit. Zoom in without cocking it up. <laughs> there we go. Can you see it any better? No, no. not any better. There we go. How's that? Can you see what it says? Asterisk Disney 18, 18 plus. plus launching April 21st, 2021. So, Disney looked like they were listening to the podcast. Thank you very much. <laughs> they were listening to a podcast, and they thought, you know what, we need to have a, a clear adult split. But calling it Disney 18 Plus makes me think of niche porn, shall we say. Yeah. It's, yeah. It, it's, it's just going to be, well, people subscribing to Disney 18 Plus in order to get their Disney kicks. <laughs> It does. It's like I know, I know that one of your sons is scared of people in costumes. Yeah, he, when he was younger, he was scared of people dressed up as things. So when we took him to Disney World, he was like, "This, this is like fucking hell for me." Yeah, and, was, and he hated the he hated the costumes, if I remember correctly. Um, and 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 I'll be honest with you, if it's eighteen plus and involves costumes, like what I'm thinking, it would be hell for me too. Um, <laughs> 
but it, it, it is weird because this is a place that they're going to start putting things like aliens. We had the, the rumor about Predator uh, 5 or wherever it was the other day. Um, Deadpool, um, even though apparently Deadpool's uh, going, it sounds like it's going a little woke because they fired the male writers on there because they were male. And apparently that's acceptable these days. And like maybe not. But yeah, um, that's a place to put it. They shouldn't really call it Disney Plus. Um, they bought Hulu, or as Keith likes to call it, Hululu. Um, I don't know why he calls it fucking Hululu. But um, that would be a thing if they had Hulu and Disney Plus. Disney Plus is the family-friendly stuff where you get your Marvel and your Star Wars films and things where you get your Deadpool and your Logans and your Aliens and your Predators bits. Because they need to think in those terms now because they've got to make money. They're, they are because of the closures of the park and the coof this year, they are behind a lot in cash. So they need to make sure that they can get these things up and running and get those cash bits in. But it's really weird that they called it Disney 18 plus because it does sound. It, it screams can girls. It does. Disney can girls dressed as Disney princesses. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think of that. I was thinking of some guy in a Mickey costume. Oh, Mickey, you're so fine. You're I'm here so to your plumbing. <laughs> oh, your windows need washing. Um, yeah. It's... Okay, so no. <laughs> that is terrifying. That is the, that is nightmare fuel. That, all right, that is nightmare fuel. I can't oh, wait uh... to get my my new Mac, which is due just before bloody Christmas. Even though I ordered it in October, because I can see my my poor bloody graphics card. I have to go to the Windows side because it's not supported. Right, um, I love Stargate. My favourite is Stargate Atlantis, then probably Stargate Universe, and then probably SG-1. I'm sorry for the SG-1 fans. My favourite character of all time in Stargate is Rodney McKay, played by um, David Hewler. Now, HBO Max have got um, content issues, shall we say, um, with them putting out new content. They bought the rights to Doctor Who in the States. <laughs> Um, but it also means I get the backdated Doctor Who thing, so people can watch the back catalogue. And be honest with you, most people who watch streaming services watch the back catalogues of things, things like MASH, Friends, etc., uh, yeah. Seinfeld, so, sort of things like that. So if they buy the back catalogue, so HBO Max has the back catalogue of all those Stargate TV shows, there is a lot. There were five seasons of Atlantis, two of uh, Universe, and I think nine of Stargate SG-1. Um, that's a lot of TV shows. It reached 200 episodes for Stargate SG-1. Um, and it finished off with Ben Brown and Claudia Brack from Fastscape, which was fantastic. Cheered me up. It acted like, kind of like a, a refuge for lost science fiction actors. Um, this fits with the rumours that they may be bringing back Stargate so that they can, um, what do you call it, so that they can have a show for HBO Max, which is fantastic. Now, Joe Flanagan, who was the lead, I would say, who played John Shepard in Stargate Atlantis, he's been trying to get Stargate atlantis revival off the ground a couple of times i'm hoping that is stargate atlantis not stargate sg1 because i really like atlantis more than sg1 um but it could be something new we could get a follow-on stargate universe we could probably find out what the fuck they were chasing and what uh, everything was going on there but if it happens it will be fantastic there's a petition out there um we might put it in the link for the video if i remember but i'm a klutz and I've got actual work work to do after this. So, um, yeah, it's pretty good. Um, that's good news all around. So, Nigel, would you kindly like to catch us up on the uh, comments while I prep the next section? Please? Yes, I will. So, um, although the obligatory um, hail team Keith messages... Uh, no, from, no, BAP, no, BAPTA. No, oh, Keith. From Keith himself. He's oh, hang on a second. Hang on, Keith. Keith. You're wrong, and you're a grotesquely ugly freak. And that's why I put that in there. <laughs> and I have just noticed that I can I can even put users in timeout if he doesn't behave. Ah, so really? Yeah, oh. so I found it. Hmm. Awesome. Keith, watch yourself. Okay, but um, he does uh, he does say this uh, Disney Princess Station eighteen plus. Yes, it or does sound like that. A new version of Tron called Debbie Gets Troned. Debbie. Oh, oh, no. Keith, Baxter, Debbie. Uh, Debbie does Snow Wipe. Um, that's fair. But Baps has come in with a great Debbie White and the Dirty Dwarfs. 
That's that's <laughs> we've just done some porn puns. It's just easy, right? Hang on, try this one Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. There you go, it writes itself. <laughs> oh my god, you guys are filthy, totally filthy. What is <laughs> it's like we haven't spoken about anything else. <laughs> yes, we have spoken about other things. Everyone, everyone's keenly going. Oh, oh. No. oh I got one! I got one! <laughs> it's the black hole one that got me. It should just be black hole. <laughs> one, two, and three, and we can put in our imaginations what black hole is a euphemism for, Babster. You filthy man. <laughs> What about aliens versus Debonator? Oh, why Debbie? What's the thing with Debbie? I don't know. Debbie, Debbie. I'd like to see the the, the Star Wars ones because there must be a there must be a new hole. Um, <laughs> Empire Strikes Back is fine. Return of the Force. Return of um, something. <laughs> Disney did it. Blame them. Yes. <laughs> it's all, right. all right. All right. Okay, we've done TV. Let's uh, let's get on to some good old-fashioned gaming news. Cole almost caught me drinking. Um, okay, so um, Microsoft have had a bit of a weird one. Um, they had their launch, and me and Nigel quite lovingly participated in the launch. Um, and then they found all of a sudden that people were going batshit crazy over PS5s. But they were going, don't worry, we still got the most powerful console. Now, well, they thought they had the most powerful console. Something is driving them nuts. The nerds at Digital Foundry have found that certain games run better on PS5. Now, I try to explain this to people as the Xbox X series is a muscle car. Yeah? Lots of power, lots of torque, this, that, and the other. Can't turn a fucking damn corner. And the corners are where it, uh, the corners are where the kind of the problem that they've got lies because they've literally just I think they just did it for like more paper exercise where Sony seemed to have done their homework a little bit more. Now um, they've got uh, they found uh, a few what do you call it um, few games where they had superior frame rates on. One was Assassin's Creed Valhalla, the other one was Dirt Five. There is another one I forgot to put it in my bloody notes because there were three of them that they tested on Digital Foundry. Oops. Um, the problem is that Microsoft has marketed their machines the most powerful console ever made, but the results are kind of showing them up. So the, so the marketing department is now scratching their head going out. Well, you guys told us that this was the most powerful one round. It had 12 teraflops. The other one's got 10.5. Why are they doing better? And the engineers at Microsoft have gone, yeah, that's a fucking good point. There's a bottleneck somewhere. And it's ironic because if you listen to Mark Cerny slash Dana Carvey, he talks about removing bottlenecks. He did his homework. The 10.5 teraflops needed to be passed across from the hard drive backwards and forwards with speed. They've even got like a, a, a super dynamic compression. I think they call Leviathan, which is terrifying. I prefer WinZip. Um, something along those lines. No, seriously, it's called Leviathan, where they can zip stuff across from one side of the hard drive, transfer it across onto like the processor and the RAM, and unzip really quickly. So that's one of the little things to do it. Um, it's uh, it, it doesn't matter, guys. At the moment, it's uh, games. We want games. Sod your sod your frame rates. We want games. You give me a good game on the Xbox X or the Xbox S in my series. In my case, sorry, my series. In my case, I will play that. Okay, I keep forgetting where my camera is. <laughs> I will play that. Yeah, Sony gave me some good games. I'm playing that. I'm replaying Days Gone at the moment. It's got it's at 4K, 60 frames a second. It is buttery, bloody smooth. It is absolutely gorgeous. And the, uh, on my previous PS4, it struggled when we had like a hundred and something zombies on screen, and I was trying to mow them down with a gun. I think I sent Nigel a video of where I literally did it. There's no on the downside WhatsApp because I did have a WhatsApp got compression issues and whatnot. But it looks fantastic and it plays fantastic. Games, mm. mate. You need games. And as I said before, an a, a, a PS4 owner has uh, what's it the Xbox X series is more probably appealing to a PS4 owner than it is to an Xbox owner. Which is ironic because you you're courting um the other side. 
just, you know, it's fantastic and stuff like that. Well, um, it worked for me. Yeah, yeah, because you got it and you got the games pass and you went, oh, nice. So like, many games. It's like buying a fridge and opening up and it is full. <laughs> and you're like, oh, I've got beers, I've got exotic cheeses, I've got vegetables I don't think I'd ever use, yeah, and all these other things. Uh, but the the technology that went into a PS5 feels more of a generational leap where Xbox is more mm. an evolutionary kind of thing. It's a bit disappointing for me because I owned an Xbox One. If I had an Xbox One X and I bought an Xbox X series, I think I'd probably be disappointed. The power doesn't match matter match much at the yeah. moment. There's nothing that really shows it off. I think you get 120 frames a second on Black Ops, um, but not many people like it, apparently. So we want some good games. And I didn't take a breath during that entire thing. I'm now going to take a deep breath in. You've done well. Yeah, I did well. Um, so I reckon, from my point of view, as a PS4 Pro owner, um, the X appealed to me because, obviously, it's got disc drive and the other one doesn't, but I can now go back over and play the back catalogue of games. And for me, it's nice and new and sparkly, and I'm, I'm getting to grips with the uh, Gears of War games, which are actually... We need to play good. them together. Nice. And we will. We need to uh, play I've, them together. I've got Gears 5, which I've had a little go on, and we can play two-player on that now. And that's great. And we've played Grounded together, and I like the look of Grounded, even though it is in Alpha or whatever they're calling it, free access or something. Um, and also, um, on the flip side, I'm just down. I'm going to download um, Forza, Forza Four, because I like. I, the I, I, I've been meaning to play the, the Forza, Forza games. I will. I will give that a go. And um, yeah, although at the moment my Xbox is basically a digital machine. I do have a few discs from the original Xbox, which I could play on it. And that's what I wanted it for. Whereas my PS5, um, yeah, I've got, I've got Spider-Man, Miles Morales, and that is a brilliant game. I, can't un I cannot <laughs> understate how good Astro's Playroom is. I can't even really into Astro's Playroom. I played, I the I've played and finished Spider-Man before you did Astro's Playroom. And Astro's Playroom is a much shorter game, but you plan yeah, that. I don't get to play it too often, but um, yeah, I, I, I went through and I made sure that I planned a bit. Um, Astro's, and it's I just like the way it just utilizes every last bit of the controller. It it just does. There's bits where you got to blow into the mic to make things yeah. move, and then you you got spinny thing, and then as you're walking across different surfaces, you get the feel and the texture through the controller. And you can hear things through the. Whereas, unfortunately, with the Xbox, you don't quite get that. It doesn't, yeah. like you say, it doesn't feel like a generational leap. It doesn't yeah. feels like I've upgraded my computer, so it runs quicker. Yeah. Um. I I I've seen people who have um. I've seen videos of people saying, I've got my Xbox Series X, and I'm going to get rid of it. I'm going to give it to my nephew because I've got a PC, and I've got Games Pass. I can just play the games on my PC. Yeah. It's capable. Uh, I, I don't I, need I, it. It's it's a shame, really. It really is. It is a shame. It, it's my my S series. The I I love the actual box. The box itself. I pick it up and it feels when I don't pick it up constantly and hug it. I pick it up when I do pick it up. It feels like a nice meaty piece of hardware. Anyway, just moving on to the next story because it kind of uh, it's kind of dovetails quite well into that one. PS. Uh, PlayStation are currently looking at putting in Games Pass. Um, so, a while back, uh, Sony Interactive's Entertainment CEO, Jim Ryan, if I got that right, uh, was asked um, by Russian news agency TASS about whether his company would introduce something to rival Xbox Games Pass. And he says they were looking into it. Um, I'll be honest with you, it's called PlayStation Now. A few tweaks, more games, you can get it through. I think what their problem is, is that the Xbox Games Pass puts on the Xbox exclusives into it. And because they put the Xbox exclusive bits into it, the Sony people are like kind of, that's where we make money. So it may be a case of when the game when the game would reach platinum or uh, the whatever they call the essentials collection or something, that's when you'd put it into the Sony Games Pass. I think they can do it. 
I think it would work. Um, it's funny because um, it's the one thing that Xbox have clearly got over Sony. The funny thing is that Sony are already set up to implement it. If they if they dovetail it with the PlayStation Collection and the PlayStation Plus stuff, everything would work quite well on that. And I think yeah. it's um, it is it is a, it, a, 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 well it's not like a U turn, but it, it is something they should have considered. And I find it weird that they would have removed that as a consideration. Um, well, from well, it. yeah, they're sort of doing it already with the PlayStation Collection that they've got there. If you look through the games that are available on that, they're all the exclusive games, aren't they? Maybe, and, and oh yes, yeah. They literally they went. We'll pick the finest games for you, and they have picked the finest games. There's yeah, a few I'll, games that I missed out, like uh, I think Last, Last Guardian in it. Last Guardian is on that. Yeah, that's one I've I've been meaning to play. Day, but days gone for me. You had that before. Days gone. Oh, it. days it's gone. It's on the list. Good game. So I've downloaded it. Game. I'm going to give that a go. I've had a, I've had a little play on it already, and it just feels like it plays plays similar or it looks similar to The Last of Us the way it plays. Picking up stuff, upgrading bits. Oh, it's better than the game. But, the gameplay is better. The story might, the story is not as pulley at your heartstrings. It is interesting. Yeah. It would make a better TV show than The Last of Us, not Last of Us, The Walking but, Dead. Sorry. Yeah, but Last of Us is also on there. The <laughs> first one, not the second one. First one's also on there. And there's a few other games like God of War is on there. And you think these are these are games that they um, have done well in for the PS4. I feel is it's a great move to allow PS5 owners who are PS Plus subscribers to have these games for free to play them on your new 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 highway and and yeah I've gone with Days Gone the other ones I've sort of got a few of them um, apart from actually uh, Last Guardian I think I might have a little go on but I, I think they've got they're on the cusp they're on the cusp of doing a Games Pass ish thing yeah. You're I, right. I think PlayStation Now just needs a bit of a tweak. I think PlayStation Now, though, is a streaming service rather than... No, no, it's a mix. It's a mix. The PS3 stuff is streaming, and the PS4 stuff was downloadable. So you download the PS4 games, you'd stream the PS3 games, and the PS2 games and PS, PS1 games, I think, were a mix. So they really had... They pretty much got it set up. Uh, it's just because the sodding PS3 architecture is such a pain in the ass. Yeah. Um, the guy, uh, was he, um, Jim Ryan or whatever is the CEO of uh, Sony uh, Entertainment, did turn around and say, why would I play a PS2 game? People want to play those sort of things. There is a, there is a uh, how can I put it, a market for retro games and stuff alike we know because yeah. um, <clears throat> we talk to a lot of people on Instagram about retro games um, and alike. So... Uh, yeah, that's 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 that. I think it's I think it's going to come through. I think it's going to be think it's gonna be good competition is always good competition means that we get things cheaper and faster and more effective um than normal and i'm quite happy with that so let's move on to our next story okay so the avengers game a bit late is the first thing had Endgame come out, which pretty much ended the fucking Marvel Cinematic Universe, which felt a lot of us like it ended the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And then they released an Avengers game. Um, so Square Enix apparently have lost $48 million in Q2 of 2020, according to the financial records. Um, it's not surprising. They put a character in there called Kamala Khan, known as Miss Marvel, who is... Not wanted, shall we say. We want Iron Man. We want Thor. We want the Hulk. We want Captain America. We want Black Widow. I don't think we want Hawkeye. <laughs> we want Spider-Man. Bless him. Doctor Strange. Ant-Man, Wasp, sort of things like that. But Commander Khan, is, it was felt like she was crowbarred in there. I played the demo of Marvel's Avengers. And when I got Kamala Khan, I just went, this character looks like a shit version of fucking Reed Richards. Yeah. With her oh, big fist. The, um, the Mr. Stretch. Yes, Reed Richards. Well, I don't know why they didn't have Reed Richards in there. I think they own the rights to Reed Richards. Um, maybe the games might not be because of Fox Interactive or something along those lines, but they should have had Reed Richards in there. Instead of that Kamala Khan character in there. No one likes her. Her comic books don't sell. They keep getting rebooted. She's as bad as Captain Marvel. She, why um, did we do that? So I, I saw... 
I didn't want to play the demo, although usually this sort of game is up my street, uh, you know, Spider-Man and di diving around, beat a load of en enemies and move on to the next thing. I don't mind that, but I watched a few videos before beforehand and I, I just, this is very repetitive. And I mean, very, very repetitive. Same, same, same. And who is this character you're forced to play? Um, I don't, I don't recognize that character as a, you know, pretty much a layman compared to you guys. Yeah. Is is that character an actual character from the from the comics? Yes, she's she's been around for I think about six years, maybe a bit more. Um she was kind of she was kind of crowbarred in there after there's a, a Marvel editor who's who created the character and has been trying to crowbar them in to all the Marvel stories since. And because they've been doing that, it's been a bit shit because not many people want that. No, no, I don't. It's so, yeah. it didn't appeal to me, and uh, I think because it's a character. If you if you're not into the comics and you're up to date on the comics, you wouldn't have a clue who that character is. Then, if it's only six years old, the, the character, in, they're not six years old technically. That's <laughs> six years old. They've only been about for six years. Then nobody. If uh, nobody would know who they are unless you're up to date on the comics, and a lot of the people who would have bought this game would have been watching the films. Yeah, and then they go, "Who the fuck is this person? Who am I? Who am I playing here? Who is this person?" Yeah, um, I think. Yeah, I, 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 it didn't appeal to me because I didn't know who that person was. All I saw was uh, clips of the very first hour. I think I watched, and it was simply um, her finding. A couple of the Avengers. I think she was with the Hulk at the first, and then they break into this facility, and, break and, someone out, and then and you're like, oh, and she's they've got, got that, oh. and they've got that they've got the horrible thing, um, that horrible thing now where people just get powers because they are awesome, not because they were part of an accident or because they were training hard or this, that, and the other. So it's like kind of Daredevil may have had uh, problems with his hearing and, and not problems with his hearing, super hearing, and couldn't see. But the reason he was like he was is because he trained to be a fucking ninja Wah! by stick. Kamala Khan just turns up. Oh, I'm Kamala Khan. I'm amazing. And it's like kind of, have you experienced tragedy in your life as, as a significant relative died recently? No. Even Miles Morales. Yeah. Miles Morales. Um, Miles Morales, depending which story you read, sees Peter Parker die, which kind of spurs him on to become Spider-Man, or sees his dad die, or sees the Prowler, his uncle, die. That spurs him on, so he has a a backstory, a tragic backstory for things to work. But Kamala Khan just turns up, um, wakes up one morning, I've got superpowers. I'm amazing. Thank you very much. Same as Captain fan. Marvel, then. <sighs> yeah, shame as Captain there's no Marvel. Relation. There's, there's no relating to that. I think no, there's... With, um, there is no Romanoff. Yeah, if, if you would have put, if it, trained for years and years, yes. and years. yeah, and, and it's because there, there's a, there's a, there's an odd way of dealing with things today, and it's it's destroying good stories. It's destroying the idea of the things being earned. They people are now expecting things to be handed to them. Anyway, Nige, got to the end of this section. Would you like to go through the comments while I get the next section ready? Yep. Oh god, they they carried on with the uh, the conversation. They were, they were going on. I could, see, I could see a little thing ping out in the corner. They were, were going through. Although this, this one was rather good from Keith, I'll have to give him that. The Phantom Badge. All right, moving on. Um, <laughs> right, I agree. This is about the console wars, I believe. This kind of thing's gone on since I was a kid. Oh, my Spectrum's better than your C sixty four. No, my Amstrad's better than your. Yeah, it has. Um, I, I don't I don't get on board with all that better than this, better than oh, that. I, right. I like the consoles. Go find a games making program, yeah. Make a game, program anything today, and then all of a sudden you will transfer it across to another machine. It will work perfectly on your machine. You will test it for every fucking bug, but somehow a bug appears completely different on a completely different machine. It drives me crazy when I develop shit. So it, it is it's one of those things. You put it there, you test it to buggery, and then... No, it doesn't work on your machine. I've got a sticker for a book that says it works on my machine fine. Um, and that is in response to perhaps the saying the problem is programmers are lazy now. They're not, my they're point, not lazy. It's, it's 
there's more variables to deal with these days, especially when it comes to PC programming. Yeah, PC. Trust there's me. so many different um, components that people and component um, combinations that people will have. You can't really consider all of them, although they do try, I suppose. Um, but his point being, they should. We should check out. They still have to push out the old eight bit and six bit machines today, so they're still making stuff for those, eh? Um, oh yeah, you've got these. These got these um, uh, like bedroom programmers that are uh, producing cartridges and stuff. It's really cool. Some of the stuff. If you go to Baps's channel, Nige, and watch some of his stuff, he does lots of unboxings of these things. He unboxed something recently with a bloody tape in it. I looked at it and went, "Oh, I saw that." You saw that one? I said, "I saw a tape." What? Yeah, I know. They're tape. making games with tape. Very specky. Yeah. And um, just a, a big hello to King Solomon. Hello, Mr. Know you were here with us. You should have made yourself known earlier, mate. Thanks for coming. <laughs> yeah, thanks for coming. What's my mouse? He's got a magic mouse, you see. It, it, it disappears. My, my, my mouse. All right, okay. Right. We're not doing any reviews today because Keith is off on holiday somewhere in Thailand. Um, so instead of doing the review section, uh, I'm just going to just shamelessly plug our Instagram. Um, there's a picture of a happy couple on holiday. With some, <laughs> with some, some random woman. woman. I don't know who the random woman is. <laughs> no, it's funny. It's funny. It's funny because you wrote on the post that she uh, photo bombed, where it was clearly me that the one that was photo bombing. <laughs> I know. I was taking a picture with my wife, and Gareth photo bombed in. <laughs> And so I wrote that my wife photobombed. <laughs> yes, but um, yeah, we have some we have some fun. That was a funny funny uh, picture there. But we have an Instagram page. Come come follow us on Instagram. We like posting lots of stuff about kind of video games. Um, we kind of like the classic stuff. Anything that we've kind of had a personal history with um, usually winds up in our feeds. So now, if I do now, fingers crossed that I do this right. Now I'm going to see if I can press the button. And I buggered it up. <laughs> right. I was um, so ready to celebrate for you. You were that too. Okay, so um, it's this time of year where we start re realising it. We're coming up to, to, to the end and we all want to see the back of 2021 um, as soon as possible so we can get back to normality. 2020 um, we'll see the back of 2020 or 2021. I've, I've lost track of time given our, our current situation. So it's all coming out to that lovely celebration that we have towards the end of the year, Christmas. Mum shares hilarious results after toddler decorates Gran's Christmas tree. Now, Nige, have a guess before I scroll down to the Twitter post. Have a guess. Go on, give us a guess. What did um, the kid do? I, I, I think she found... Um, oh, it's either one of two things. No, I know where you're going. <laughs> where you're going? It's either one or two things, and I hope it is. It's either going to be Tampax or okay. or she's found some dildos and she's popped them on. Oh, Nigel, Nigel, Nigel. Am I wrong? You're wrong. You're completely wrong. A toddler decorating a Christmas tree. I've got to zoom in. <laughs> yeah, zoom zoom in, doesn't please. There we person. go. <laughs> I couldn't have been wrong. You couldn't, couldn't have been more you know wrong. Why? You know why? Because well, all our what the fuck stories are usually uh, woman sex toy, maybe animal involved. Find sex toy. Yeah, there was there was a story of some woman who sold a PS4 and left a rampant rabbit in it, and I was going to put that one up, but I thought I'll find a Christmassy one. It's coming up for Christmas. The Americans have just had. Thanksgiving and whatnot, and they've been told that they can't meet up, and they've just fucking ignored it like good people. Um, but here, look at the, the toddler clearly put an effort in decorating the Christmas tree. The, the downside is that it's one-sided. It's funny because my son, if, when he was little, he, had, he asked for a Christmas tree because can I have a Christmas tree? So we found an old Christmas tree that we had when we lived in our in our previous flat, and we gave it to him, and he decorated the Christmas tree. It looked fantastic until you turned around and saw the back of it, which was completely blank. He decorated just the forward-facing section. Um, really good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, so 
that's our, that's that's our what the fuck story. We've got a couple of comments just to to to, to 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 say before we go. So just uh, uh, just as a quick hello to Balin. Didn't realise you were here. Come when you guys join in. Um, when you do do join the uh, stream, just pop in, say hello straight away. Yes, and then uh, join in the show. More the merrier. Absolutely, absolutely. We enjoy having you guys uh, pop your comments in. We'll always uh, go back to them after each section. Yes, after each section. Um, so if you're if you're still with us, um, thanks for watching, and uh, don't forget to go check out either our Facebook page, Monkey Nut Punch, or Twitter. We don't really use that, but Monkey Nut Punch or Instagram, which we're on the most, which is uh, Monkey Nut Punch, surprisingly. Um, yes. And also, you're probably watching us on YouTube, so uh, you can find us there, Monkey Nut Punch. That's, that's, that's weird, that, isn't um, it? They're all called Monkey Nut Punch. Before we go, I'd just like to say, um, what do you call it? Thank you, Dave, for watching. Thank you, Keith, for watching. I know you didn't have to and you probably didn't want to. Thank you, Chuck, for watching. Thank you very much. Babster for watching. Thank you very much, Gloin, for watching. Um, who else have we got? Uh, I've I, I got everyone. Yeah, David. Yeah, I've got everyone. Woo! Thank you all for watching. And if you stuck it's around cool. this long, give us a bloody like. Press the little button or, or give us a thumbs down. But as I, I said at the beginning, the, as I said at the beginning of the podcast, uh, give us a thumb, give us a thumbs up, and subscribe now before you decide that you don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> my son right my son does a little youtube channel yeah and his phrase for, for for going out is click click like and subscribe for ice cream and cookie dough which i think is better than what we've got which is click the button now before you decide you don't like it before you decide it's... you don't like us and then remember that you've got to dislike us so, so it's goodbye from me it's goodbye for me we'll see you in the next one Right. Grogon is the name of Baby Yoda in the bloody Mandalorian. It's f***ing stupid. <laughs>